The Wizard of Oz was the first movie to depict an authentic-looking tornado using improbable 1930s-style special effects. Through the decades, this all-time classic has inspired moviegoers and weather nerds alike. Hi, I'm Chris Bay, writer, producer, and host of This Day in Weather History, now in its second year from the Weather Network in Canada. Inspired by this first foray into a weather-centric plotline, there have been countless thrillers made, to varying degrees of success, let's admit that, that use the weather as the main focal point or villain or weapon. But it started here with this movie, This Day in Weather History, 1939. On September 1st, we would have fallen face first into the Second World War. Innocence lost, lives lost, perspectives refined on what truly matters in life. It would then begin its end six long years later with the most terrifying crescendo imaginable that we reflected back on during our August 9th episode of this podcast. But barely one month prior to the start of World War II, there was a film. It had a massive budget for its time, and a lot of that was put toward its groundbreaking special effects. It was on August 12, 1939, when The Wizard of Oz had one of its world premieres at the Strand Theatre in Oconomowoc, Wisconsin. We knew pretty early on that this was going to be a weather-heavy story when the cowardly lion looks at Dorothy and utters the line, Unusual weather we're having, ain't it? It was a tongue-in-cheek poke at the fact that she arrived on the winds of a tornado, and because our audience had already seen this revolutionary visual effect, it was obvious that he wasn't kidding at this time. And it opened the eyes of thrill-seekers who now knew what a tornado was, what it could do, and where to find them. Enter the future of the Storm Chaser. Remember, this film shows a relatively candy apple journey in a house that stays together where the only fatality was a witch in Oz that the house lands on, again, fully intact. So I dare say there were probably a few startled Bravehearts who, when they first ventured out to chase a tornado, found out that they're a completely different beast to that which we were singing about while walking home from the movie house having seen this film. (laughs) Surprise! Welcome to year two of this podcast. Right now, you're listening to the full version of today's story on your favorite podcast provider. But there's also the daily podcast video short. They're shot right here in my podcast recording studio, so you get that perspective. But oftentimes, they will include visuals from that day's event from when it happened in weather history. So after listening to the full story, go check out the podcast video short on television or online anytime at theweathernetwork.com forward slash weather history. We know the science behind a tornado. Let's now get to the science behind the making of The Wizard of Oz Tornado. The movie's special effects director was Mr. Arnold Gillespie. His first attempt at simulating a tornado was to use a 35-foot-tall rubber cone, but this turned out to be too rigid and simply wouldn't move. Next, the special effects director drew from his experience as a pilot. He recalled that the airport wind socks had that classic funnel shape of a tornado when they were filled with air. He set to work designing a tornado out of mucilin, which is a lightweight woven cloth. You see, that would allow it to twist, bend, and move from side to side when filled with wind. From his many trials, he then built a 35-foot-long tapered mucilin sock and connected it to the top of a steel gantry that he then suspended at the top of the stage. The gantry alone was a marvel and was actually custom-built for this project and at great expense. 
It was a mobile structure like you'd see today in warehouses that can slide from tower to tower to fetch boxes. We've seen these. And this one could travel the entire length of the stage, all while moving and twirling with the wind. The bottom of the sock disappeared into a slot on the stage floor where it was dragged in a counter direction. Then when you put the two in motion at the same time, by moving the gantry and rod in different directions, it gave the tornado that creepy evil signature snake-like appearance as it literally slithered across the stage, completing the illusion. Now I'm assuming you've probably seen The Wizard of Oz. Remember that moment when the tornado comes up real close to the house at the end of that scene? Yeah, no problem. All they did was throw more debris and dirt into the foreground to obscure the fake tornado while providing more realism. And alakazam, you have movie magic. As I mentioned earlier, the tornado was the movie. So for good reason, it was an expensive special effect. The tornado scene in The Wizard of Oz ended up costing more money than any other special effect in the movie and it made one of its historic preview screenings at the Strand Theatre in Oconomowoc, Wisconsin, on August 12th, this day in weather history. Tomorrow is August 13th at an outdoor concert featuring Sugarland at the Indiana State Fair. A gust of wind from an approaching severe thunderstorm hit the stage's temporary roof structure, causing it to collapse. What happened next is our story. Tomorrow on this day, in weather history with me, your host, Chris May.